friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life, from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. And I'm really excited to bring on here today, McKenna Myler, because I used to have a fear of running, and she is my running hero. So I'm very excited to share our interview today with you. She ran a 525 mile, nine months pregnant, and then a month later after giving birth, she PR'd her 5K at 15.34, and just a month later after that, she was in the Olympic trials and placed 14th out of the top 50 women in the nation. So she is fast, she's an awesome mom, and I'm super excited to share this interview with you. Okay, this is an interview I've been looking forward to and just wanting for a long time, you guys. Today we have McKenna Myler. And she is one of my heroes and a runner. And I'm so excited to have your story be told. And with your cute daughter. She's like such a big part of this story too. So I'm so glad she's here with you. But McKenna, (laughs) I have to tell you, okay, so I'm a runner too. But if you take all your times and like times them by three and add 12 minutes, that's about how long I run the mile. But (laughs) I still am like, my little medal, and it's like my dream if you sign it. You are still out there doing it, so it's great. That's all we ask. (laughs) We are so excited. But we always start off just like with a question. We have to ask, what is your daughter's favorite snack? Oh, she's holding it. She's got her (laughs) banana. Did you say banana? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she, lo- she loves her banana. She'll, she'll wake up and uh, ask for her banana. So. I, that's so cute. Yeah, oh my cute. gosh, so. so cute. Okay, McKenna, I'm so excited to get into your story. So a little background for our listeners. So um, you kind of went famous with your mile nine months pregnant, right? That was like the big. Yeah, for sure. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. you ran a 525 mile at nine months pregnant, right? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that's so that was like... 10 days before I gave birth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so that's faster than I've ever run the mile in my life. And you were 10 days before birth. So this was kind of like your start into kind of professional running, right? Was that moment? Yes. Yeah, well, um, I'd, run, I'd been running competitively since college. Okay. Uh, and I just, I, you know, I wasn't an all American. I wasn't like, Uh you know, doing any damage by any means with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I was still trying to pursue it. Uh, so it wasn't like, yeah, like the, that scene was not foreign to me. It's not like I just woke up and was like, I'm going to run this mile. (laughs) Like like I've been doing, I've been running for quite a while, uh, before that. And and so, um, that that was kind of. How that happened? Yeah. Okay, you wanna go down real quick? She wants another banana. That's for sure. <laughs> she wants she wants to be able to bang the cup so that you can hear her. <laughs> oh, I love that. Love it. It's okay. <laughs> so this moment, so you were okay. So you ran collegially, like you were running yeah. at a really high level beforehand. Yeah. And then you are running. Okay, so what inspired this like this big mile run when you were pregnant? Like you're nine months pregnant. Did you just do it? Like, like tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so my last name is Myler. Uh-huh. Um, and so when I got married, I decided because I was becoming a Myler uh, that I should do an all-out mile the morning of my wedding. 
Um, so we thought, Wait, like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and so I did that with a, a few friends. Um, I had some guys from the team I was working with. They helped pace mm-hmm. me. They showed up, you know, the morning of my wedding, which was just, yeah, it was really fun. Um, and my whole family came out and, and my husband's whole family came out and every, I made everybody run the mile. Like everyone had to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm like, this is the best wedding tradition ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I only get married once and that's my yeah. only tradition. But like, I'm like, it can you know. be my tradition. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. everyone, turkey, except for we're more of like turkey trot, let it, not like all awesome. a mile. I'm like, yeah. uh, we'll just yeah. trot along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So miler. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and, and so it kind of played on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I, at the beginning of the pregnancy, just kind of didn't know what to expect at all. And um, mm-hmm. I was kind of musing about what I'd be able to run by the end of the pregnancy. And um, yeah. by that time, I'd slowed down quite a bit. Like, this was the first trimester when you're just really tired. And yeah. my husband, uh, I told him, I think I can break, you know, seven minutes in the mile. And he was like, if you break eight minutes, like, I'm taking you to the hospital because you'll be, like, in labor. <laughs> like, He's like, there's no way. And so we kind of had this like bet going. Um, uh-huh. But then by the time nine months rolled around, um, or, you know, close to that, uh, I think we were, we kind of knew that, you know, I'd be able to do that because of the training runs I was doing. But he's like, you should just run the mile and see like what you can run. Um, and one of my friends on the team I was working with was like, hey, remember how you ran the mile for your wedding? Like, are you going to run the mile you know, for your pregnancy. I was like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this just all came together like that. Okay. Um, and so that's how it started. <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah, you did a 523, 525, 525, yeah. 525 mm-hmm. 10 days before you birth. That's crazy. So did you film it or cause it blew up? I know it blew up, but like, how yeah. did it blow up? Uh, well, so yeah, we did. Our, we were kind of just thinking we would share this with our friends. Um, mm-hmm. We weren't like trying to blow it up at all. Uh, yeah. We were just, you know, do, uh, yeah. doing what we enjoyed. Uh, and my yeah. husband, so he actually, he was the one filming it. Uh, and he mm-hmm. was actually late to, to film it because I was jumping in with someone else who was doing like a three mile workout. Um, and I okay. just wanted to do one mile and kind of go off of his pace um, and he had already started and my husband was coming back from his run. And I was like, as soon as he like entered the gate at the opposite end of the field, I was like, I'm hopping in, like I'm going. Um, and you know, I jumped in and my husband like ran over and, and started filming. Um, I was actually kind of frustrated by the end of the run because like, <laughs> I just wanted to get it over with and like, be like yeah. I don't know. Um, you can kind of see me roll my eyes in the video because I was like, oh, whatever, <laughs> it's done. Like we did it. Let's go home. Did you n- uh, like know you were doing such a fast mile, uh, or were you well, just like doing your thing? Yeah, I mean, I I I jumped in a couple workouts with my friends before, never completing like full workouts by any means, um, mm-hmm. just because it was just fun and helping pace people who were running a lot faster than me, yeah. um, and so. I, I mean, I, I knew that I was like running fast for a pregnant woman. I just didn't know that it would resonate with so many people that that was yeah. like something. Yeah. That was impressive. I guess hey, this, I don't know if this is a dumb question, but like yeah. you're running pregnant, like obviously you have this big baby <clears throat> in front of you. Like, do you have to lift your knees differently? So you don't like bump your, do you have to like <laughs> wear a belt to like, you know, I'm just like, I'm like, you basically have 
a watermelon strapped in front of you. Like that's that's kind of. But I'm like, how? Like, does that hurt your back more? Like, yeah. what is different? <laughs> it definitely is very different. Um, like, just more stress. Yeah, like on your yeah. hips. Um, and and definitely like pulling up your knees. It, not that you hit your bump. It's not that big. Like, okay. our bodies are built I'm kind like, of for I that. I just don't even know. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but what happens is you get these ligament pains. Um, and oh, okay. because your belly is, like, growing so fast. And then right. if you are, like, moving up and down, it's stretching those ligaments a little bit more. Um, yeah. And so I was fortunate that that was really, like, the only um, ailment, I guess, or, like, like really – strong discomfort that I was having. Um, like my hips were doing like pretty well. You get a lot of pressure on your bladder. Like you have to pee oh. a lot. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> That's not fun. Um, I can't even imagine you have this pregnant belly, which already <laughs> is like pushing on your bladder and then you're running. So it's like compressing on your bladder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's super cool because it's really like you made this motion, like it's like that, but really it's like you've made this cocoon and it's moving with your body. Like it's wow. this little home that is like it's so protected like even running that fast like um yeah I, I really felt very strongly that my baby was really safe and was totally fine with the motion that was happening so that was cool I love that <laughs> and I think that's beautiful too I loved how your daughter's voice was like in the beginning of this episode because <laughs> I think she's like such a crucial part of your running story yeah. You know, like she's been such an integral part so I'm so glad that she's in this episode because of that but um <laughs> I, I think it's so beautiful that you were in tune with your body to make sure because um, being pregnant, I just, you have another life you're sustaining and the fact that you are so conscious of both you and the baby and, and still pushing to do hard things. Like you balance something that most women, I think just dream of, <laughs> you know, and that <laughs> is pushing yourself to your goals while keeping your baby and you healthy. And now I'm like, I'm sure your daughter is an innate runner because, like, she grew up with this motion. Like, she's been in your belly, not, like, with this running motion. She's not a runner, but she loves jumping. She loves the motion. Any type of, like, throw around, she's, oh, like, all about funny. it. That's hilarious. You know, she's not a runner yet. We'll see. Because yeah, yeah. she's, like, one and a half right now. Yeah, she's about, one okay. and a half. I, like, week. by five, she'll be, like, beating me at the mile. Yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, but you know it's 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 funny to the principle that you were just talking about I mean that mm -hmm. that really is what what running at a an elite level um is that's like what you learn to do is there's the, this balance of like listening to your body and not listening to your body because it's like you need to recover and be able to like go fast again and so you need to listen yeah. like okay this is too much I need to back off but then at the same time like the whole sport of running is developing this sense of of pushing you know your mind that like you're not listening to your body <laughs> you're like I want to go faster this is time right. to push hard this is like pushing the limits of like past you know when your brain is telling you to stop um right. and and it's I you find a lot of success when you're able to balance those two and so you know that plays into pregnancy like there is like discomfort that you can push past, right? To, mm -hmm. to work out and, and keep yourself moving because it is uncomfortable as your body's growing. But at the same time, you do have to like learn to listen to what signals are actually mean something that like, okay, I need to back off and today's not my day. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, wow. that's constant. Yeah. Yeah. That's really <laughs> interesting. Like the comparison between elite running and pregnancy, like that is the exact same principle. 
totally. <laughs> like the supply, I never would have even thought about that. So mm-hmm. how do you find that balance for you or kind of what are general principles to that pushing of yourself and also keeping yourself healthy? And I, I think this mm-hmm. can be even like, we can broaden this out to non-runners of this totally. is even just like going out of your comfort zone. Cause there's like going out of your comfort zone, that's growth. And then there's mm-hmm. the, the too much that's, that's kind of like this danger zone, totally. you know? So yeah. What, what is your process of listening and not listening to your body? Um, well, I think in part that starts with just doing right. Like <laughs> The more you act the more you're going to be like, Oh, that's what this meant. And, um, yeah. if you, you know, you're scared of anything that happens and you, uh, you know, hide from everything, like you'll, you'll never learn. Um, and so mm-hmm. as you, you learn as you do. Um, and, and I, I've been running for quite a long time. So I think I've, I've started to understand, um, you know, uh, if a pain in my shin is sharp, um, mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, okay, that I need to back off. Um, but if it's kind of a dull pain, like it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, another, um, you know, like rule of thumb is like, as you uh, progress into the run if it warms up and gets better like that's something you should push through if it's uh if it keeps getting worse that's not something you should push through that's when you when you stop because um, you know you can start at the same level of pain and 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 see where it takes you um and I mean like our bodies are really smart like you should you should know when something if something if your gut is telling you this is not right like by all means stop <laughs> you know yeah. uh i i mean i'm trying to think of what other rule of thumbs um i mean usually the scenario as well um how you set yourself up right like if you, if you know that like you know today is supposed to be my easy day even if like you feel good you still take it easy so that you're setting mm-hmm. yourself up to still feel good for when your hard day comes Um, and, and that's, I think that's really important. And honestly, like that's in, in life. Um, I think like running the, the, um, be able to go easy and then hard, um, that, so for those who aren't familiar with running, um, you kind of have this base mileage and then you add in these workouts, uh, and that's like interval work where you're like going faster. Um, and as you get faster, you have to have your baseline get slower so that you can like maintain the, the higher, um, points. And, you know, I, th- I think that's in life. If you keep trying to maintain the higher points every day in and out, like y- you're, you're going to burn out. Um, and yeah, yeah. Having easy days is just super important to help listen to your body. <laughs> My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done, and it was so simple and confidence building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all financial topics from the basics of budgeting to estate planning. I think that's one of the best, like, like so applicable to running to life. Um, my mom, so my mom's a runner too, cause she's done Boston a few times. I'm a becoming a runner. There you go. I love so this word becoming because <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not to her level. I'm not to your level. I'm like nowhere near that mileage at all. But I, I run some, sometimes I'll be like, yeah, I love running. And then 
there's other months I'm like, yeah, I do it for my body. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, I'm becoming a runner very slowly. But um, I, I remember like looking at my mom's training schedule and seeing that some mileage days were high and sometimes they were really low. And sometimes it was trying to get a certain mileage pace. And sometimes it wasn't like, it was just a very slow run. Um, and that, that different pacing of mm-hmm. higher mileage, those hard, those easy days, um, I didn't realize we're actually building her better than just constantly breaking down her body. Mm-hmm. Also applying that just to like life yeah, was so interesting of like, yeah, schedule and a break, you know, it was, it, so I love that you said that because of that. Yeah. I really think honestly running is like the teacher of all things life. <laughs> it's very raw and very vulnerable. Yeah. So oh, yes. I mean, it makes, it makes sense that running is, you know, very pure. It's like just you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes sense that it relates a lot to life. <laughs> it's so true. Okay. Yeah. I want to kind of go into after birth, you still are running Mm-hmm. And this is kind of when ASICS and who else sponsors you too? I forgot. Um, you can the nutrition can. company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. this is crazy. So ASICS and you can picked you up. Yeah. Um, so how did they find you? How did that kind of, how did that happen? Yeah. Good question. Um, so once I had ran, uh, the qualifier for the Olympic trials, one I forgot the, about, I'm like, that's a big part of your story too. Every yeah. guys, <laughs> podcast listeners, she ran the qualifier for the Olympic trials. Like this is huge. Like yeah. I'm not like, she's an incredible runner and you you're were, nice. you were placed 14th out of uh, the Yeah. I, yeah. I, I placed okay. 14th. Mm-hmm. So you're the 14th fastest woman in the United States. <laughs> in the 10k there's a lot of women okay, in different events but yeah okay, that's true. but in the 10k yeah. you guys we are literally talking right now to the 14th fastest woman in the 10k I'm like <laughs> you are fast and I'm sure yeah. the people ahead of you are like by very small into like parts of seconds or just sec- like it's at, at that point when you're that professional it's not like they're not beating you by five minutes at all I'm like, this is like probably like two seconds or something so it was Crazy. an interesting day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you run the qualifier. Sorry. Pause okay. right there. But now we're back into. Okay. So I want to hear about this. How ASICS and you can kind of acquired you. Yeah. Um. So so once I ran the qualifier, which was um. So this is before the trials. It's the time mm-hmm. that takes you uh, to be able to g- compete at the trials. Mm-hmm. Um. I. Uh. One of the uh, reps or like managers for um asics was at that meet and he watched me race and he was like wow i'm interested in that uh or in her (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. uh and uh as the week progressed i actually had reached out to an agent um to see if he could help me his name is bob wood um and he's he's helped a lot of utah runners he's amazing he's He's helped me oh really he's helped my mom qualify for boston and anyways i think he tried to instill this passion of running in me we're still getting there and i just didn't commit at that young when i was with him i'm like man he could have made me a really good runner and i'm still over here (laughs) huffing and puffing (laughs) yeah he's he's a big name here so that that's really Uh, cool okay yeah bob is yeah he's a quality guy um (laughs) and uh so he was helping me out um and he reached out to ASICS and then kind of like solidified the whole thing. 
and and then same thing with you can kind of like yeah. help solidify and uh, yeah having an agent I think is is really helpful just with who they know and yeah. uh because there's a lot of people that are fast um and yeah. you know it just it just helps to have someone on your side in your corner <laughs> but I feel like we need to pause because how months how many months or how long after giving birth was this race uh so the qualifier was six months after I'm like um, that's crazy of course they want you I'm like there's this like mega woman she just gave birth and now she's like in the olympic trials like oh my gosh you're that fast thank you after giving birth you know you're still like your daughter's a year and a half I would think that you're you would still be getting to that time but yeah. you PR'd during that olympic trial right uh, no. So, so yeah, the qualifier, um, the I did okay. run a personal best to get there. Uh, the day That's of the, crazy. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was oh quite a, gosh. quite a bit of a, and what was that best. time? Uh, so I ran 32 3. Um, and before oh my then my time was around like 34 50. <laughs> Um, I'm just like dying. I'm like, I think that's probably my fastest 5k time. And you ran a 10k in that time. I'm like, oh, well, hopefully I'm, uh, I'm spending a lot more time running than you are. So (laughs) always have to take that into account. That's true. How do you, for me, I just can't even think like the Olympic qualifier. I can't imagine, imagine the, the stress and the pressure that you are. And, and just like running in general when you're running at this elite level because like now you you're trying to always push the times and whatnot so Mm -hmm. how do you mentally kind of balance yourself with all this um so that is actually something that changed a ton in the last year I I feel like before I was a little more of a stress case about you know what the the time would say about me and who I was and uh Uh you know that the the time that I ran kind of like defined who I was, uh, yeah. and and uh, during pregnancy that all kind of started changing for me because I got to let go of of that pressure um, of like hitting times because I was like you know what I'm like pregnant I'm just gonna go by feel um, and I think that's really I think I really started to blossom while I was pregnant but you know it just didn't really show because I was also you know gaining 30 pounds. <laughs> And yeah. like, and so, you know, no one really like saw the blossoming that was like actually happening where I was able to like actually put in work without, you know, stressing that I was like two seconds off the pace I was trying to hit. Um, and, you know, stressing that this was like defining me and who I was. And so uh, post-birth when I would go into races, um, I really just didn't have any pressure on me at all because mm-hmm. I knew that like the person I was becoming and like who I was was who I wanted to be because I was like reaching for these goals and I, I really was enjoying who I was. And so I knew, you know, stepping on that track was something that it wasn't stressful. It was more like, we're all here to like help each other run fast times. Like without you guys, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to run the times that I wanted to run. And I'm not like, no matter what happens, like I still really like who I am. So I'm, I'm okay with what happens, (laughs) which was good mind shift. Oh, that's a huge right shift. I'm like, okay, I'm hoping like by osmosis, I'm trying to absorb all of this. I'm like, please. But um, I think that's beautiful. One, that your times were not defining yourself. And I think he said this big key word. This word's kind of become important to me. And he said becoming. 
And it's not because of, um, I've been reading some books and whatnot and just talking with my mom about this a lot, that a lot of times, like when you're signed up for a competition Mm -hmm. or you're signed up to try to get a goal or whatnot, it's not really the end goal that is the end all. It's Mm -hmm. truly like who you become or what you become, your skills that become during the Mm -hmm. process. And that will stick with you because like no one, no one will really like that, that trophy that you win sits on a shelf and collects dust, but who you become and in running, like that speed stays with you. Like the next day you didn't lose it, you know, um, someone the next day might win a faster time, but you didn't lose your time at all, you know? So it's something that sticks with you. So kind of just redefining to success is something that I've been really focused on this last month of success isn't our titles or our achievements, but our becoming. So I'm so glad you said that. So um, there's, yeah. the, there's this uh, runner, her name's Allison Felix. Have you heard uh-huh. of her? She's a, she's a 200 meter runner. Um, she's, okay. she's one of the darlings of the running world. She's just yeah. like, she's beautiful to watch running. Uh, her gait is just um, so flawless. And yeah. so she, um, and she's been, I think she's been to like five or six Olympics. Like she's just been mm-hmm. making teams since she was like 16. Um, oh and now she has a kid and had come back and like made the Olympics yeah. again. Anyway, one of her sayings, um, is never arrive. And yeah. I feel like I, before, uh, this last year or so, I kind of was in that, uh, mind space where I mm-hmm. would arrive and be like, mm-hmm. I'm so fast now. Like I hit this, I hit these times in these workouts. Like I am like so fast and like, you know, and not necessarily like, what more do I have to learn? I didn't think I was like the fastest in the world, but I just thought I, I got complacent and I didn't right. like search for that, like next yeah. step and like sticking to the basics. Um, and, and then, you know, post, you know, all like the birth and pregnancy, that mindset switched back to or switch to, uh, what Alison Felix was saying is saying, like, he's never arrived. Like, and what you're saying, right. To become, and to be like always learning then like a defeat or a win, like never defines you. And like, if you never arrive, then like you are always succeeding because you're always learning. And I think that wow. is just like something that can be taken into any, you know, domain of life. So it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't lose with that mindset. <laughs> yeah, I hope I have that mindset with like cooking because I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've become complacent with Trader Joe's frozen meals. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That's not complacent. That's driving. What are we talking about? <laughs> but I really do love what you're saying. That never yeah. arrive of um, keeping going, and it, it shifts your mindset. So you're right. It, these wins or these losses don't define you because you're suddenly on a journey and not a destination and it totally just changes, totally changes that vision. Um, And and it sounds so cliche. Like, sorry, I I do feel like it's like, it's about the journey and not (laughs) (laughs) so many cliche, but (laughs) like, seriously, it, it, once you like start experiencing it, you're like, wow, like I just like, why does it matter? Why do like these accolades matter? Because like they don't, but at the same time, they matter because they're pushing you to be this better person, right? Like right. I, I still am going to pursue like another, a, a world team or like the Olympic trials, like even though those things don't matter, if I don't make them, like, because I, I like who I am when I'm like pursuing those things and pushing myself like out of that comfort zone. Anyway. It's so, I just, it's so cool. And I'm just thinking of like running too, because 
truly, you're right, because, like, sometimes we overhear the idea of, like, it's about the journey, but I'm thinking and running, like, literally, it is about every single individual step. It's not about crossing the finish line. It's about every step that's pushing you forward, because those are, you can't cross the finish line unless you took one step forward and then a second one, you know? It's like these, like, little things. So I think running actually, like, breaks that concept down to reality for me, because, like, you hear it, like, oh, but then you then you really see it. Like literally yeah. someone has to go on this journey to even like, yeah. And, and what we celebrate with running isn't necessarily that, that someone like that someone crossed the finish line in front of another, but it's like personal records. That's like a big deal. And totally. it's you improving. That's really what's this big mm-hmm. celebration. You improving us pushing the line forward as a nation, as a, as a world of getting faster and learning how to do this better. Um, and you also said something that I just want to go back to. You were talking about your competitors and how you said that without them, there wouldn't be a competition. Like you wouldn't push yourself. Yeah. That I think is one of the coolest things in competitions. Cause I've done various different kinds of competitions yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's hard when you're competing against someone, yeah. but suddenly that just shifts it that you're, you don't compete against someone in running. You're competing with them. Yeah. And it almost like the way you were saying that, I'm like, it's almost like, this gratitude towards your competitors because they're helping you be better and you're helping them be better. And can't we celebrate that? Like the way you said (laughs) that just was like, whoa, that was really cool. Well, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I've totally had someone come up on me and start pushing me and it's, it's agitating. You're like, Oh, why are you pushing me out? And but like, when you think about it, it's like, you know, like this agitation is good. Like this is like being uncomfortable is good. And, and I always, always like thank someone after like whether or not I pass them or they pass me like with a finishing kick, because like I I would not kick like if someone wasn't there, like if someone was coming up on me and kicking, like I just, I would not. And um, I just think it's like so important to like realize that it's okay to be agitated. It's okay to like feel like this is not comfortable and like you are not (laughs) letting me feel comfortable. But then, you know, just addressing it later and being like, you know what, like thank you for making me not feel comfortable because we did not want to push that hard by the end. (laughs) Like, like, and yeah, anyway, so. (laughs) I That is so cool that whatever the results you say, thank you. I just like that, that says so much about you. Um, no wonder you have sponsors. You're like just not only a good runner, but a good person. I'm like, yeah, if I was a brand, I'd be like, please. <laughs> um, like that, and you're so right, because without another person, he, yeah. I have run some races, and even I'm not nearly at all, but like at the end, if someone's starting to pass me, I'm like, oh, oh no, you don't, you know? Totally. Until yeah. you like start running. It's great. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I would not have done that on my own, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and that agitation, how you've turned something that someone could have been really, like, put down by, mm-hmm. and you used it for good. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, and, yeah. I mean, I guess what I'm saying, like, I really want to, like, drive home that it's just okay to, like, not feel, like, good feelings all the time. You don't have to, like, mm-hmm. always, you know, be, like, super positive. Like, negative feelings, like, are okay, and they, they can mm-hmm. help you. It's it's going back to that learning process. Like, how, how does yeah. this help me? Um, and like, how does this thought serve me? And then yeah. like, you can turn it around to always be learning, like, and always like pushing oh, a little more. So cool. cool. <laughs> so cool. Cause then, cause we don't want to like ever judge our emotions. Like you can just accept, like yeah. I am having negative emotions 
Right. But just because you're having negative emotions doesn't mean it has to be a negative experience. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So That's you can like embrace, like yeah. just embrace like, yes, I am yeah. feeling this. This is yeah. real. Yeah. But that means it can push you into something positive. So <laughs> yeah. that's, I'm like, wow, you like, I've just, this has been my dream episode. So <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a famous runner on here with me. She's like top 14 in the 10K for the nation. It's fine. I'm just dying. <laughs> I want to ask you as we're kind of wrapping up, um, what is a piece of advice you would give your younger self to boost your confidence? Okay. Um, wow. I've, I've changed a lot since I was younger. Um, and I think I would, I I mean, just kind of wrap up. It's just like a lot of what we've been talking about already. Um, Mm -hmm. that, that character could never be taken away from you, even though anything else can be taken away from you. Um, and when you take time to develop your character and, um, I think, for me, the part of my character that had to change the most was like being honest with like my reality and like what I was mm-hmm. doing. Um, and instead of kind of, you know, all these white lies that I thought were just so inconsequential um, and not like really addressing my reality, I, I think is what I was doing a bit before. Uh, I would I would give her that advice to really um, mm-hmm. address your character and solidify your character because that will always like give give you direction and that will never fail. So that's that's amazing. And I feel like you've showed us how to do that today too. Cause sometimes we're like, yeah, but I feel like you've literally like showed us an example of like, okay, someone pushed back to me on like, this is what I did. So I feel like now I can go throughout life, not only just with that advice, but now knowing how to apply that. So I'm so grateful you've been on with us, but how can our listeners find you? Like, how can they follow your running journey? Where are you? Where can we find you? <laughs> um, so pretty simple. I'm on Instagram as Ben's Great. McKenz. Uh, and then my Ben's husband. McKenz? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Ben's McKenz. Ben's and my husband does a TikTok. Um, okay. And that's uh, Michael Myler. And he, he okay. does like a lot of you know, updates on my running there. So my gosh, <laughs> those two places. I just also think that's so cool that you guys are a team together. Yeah. You know, throughout this story, I feel like you've talked about this kind of like it's been you and your husband, like you guys, and both you said like, oh, when he's part. finishing his workout. So that also means you're supporting him in his running. And <laughs> you like, just, you're such a great example. So thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, I'm just, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go write this in my journal. Like this is the day. I <laughs> Katie Ann, you're you're helping a lot of people. It's good. Good conversations oh, to be having. Thank so you. Thanks for With having people me like on. you. So <laughs> thank you so much. Next week on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. I sometimes make the analogy: all of us are like these very accomplished musicians that could play in an orchestra. We're all very accomplished in our native language. And then when we go to a second language, it's like picking up a whole new skill. And we wonder why it takes us so long and, and so much effort. And, you know, I've learned, I've learned 600 words. And that seems like a lot until you realize that many college-educated people know between 30 and 60,000 words. 
I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners. So you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L. And it'll automatically add the money master course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the Money Master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N, with no spaces, to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.